What did I just say? Sound like the usual mindless, boring, getting to know you chit chat. Welcome into the Green Insider Podcast Power Chat Edition. I am your host, Fred Davis. Episode 81 coming at you right now, and we're looking forward to today's episode. We haven't done a Power Chat in a while, but more importantly, this is what happens when you give us a follow on the Green Insider and eRenewable page over on LinkedIn. Alexander Vining, our 1,000th follower, great work that they're doing over there at Carter Maddox. We got to do a little chit-chatting after he followed us on the LinkedIn page and decided, you know what, let's just do a Power Chat. Let's talk a little bit about what Carter Maddox is doing in the renewable space. And I'll tell you what, we've heard about the great resignation. We've heard about the great rethink. Well, I'll tell you what, if you're looking to make a move into the renewable energy business, and we know a lot of you are, especially from the oil and gas side of things or whatever industry you might be on, Carter Maddox, Alexander, and his team over there are setting the pace and gives great information on folks that are looking to make that move and what exactly you need to do. So without further ado, here is Alexander Vining, senior talent partner over at Carter Maddox on the latest edition of the Power Chat, talking about the renewable space, the hiring, what's going on and what you need to do to join the renewable sector. From our sort of founder, and, and he started in wind about 10 to 15 years ago, of course, there was a lot of increase in renewables from back then especially wind and solar being the sort of founding verticals of, of renewable energy. Especially over the last sort of 12 to 24 months, we've seen a big change in renewables as an industry. Let's sort of focus this around energy storage. This is where we're the busiest at the moment. Maybe sort of three to four years ago, the energy storage industry was dominated by three to four very large players in the, in the industry, be this LG Chem, Panasonic, Samsung, and so on. But what we're seeing now is a lot of aggressive startups offering multiple different technologies, multiple different solutions for both behind the meter, front of the meter. And I think in renewables as an industry, it's definitely taking more of a, a digital approach now. We're seeing a lot of tech startups, a lot of businesses focused on optimizing assets through machine learning and, and deep learning. Um, but yeah, especially in the energy storage industry, I think back two years ago, businesses were focused a lot on, on the hardware itself. And over the last two years, we've seen more and more businesses focus on the, the battery management systems and the energy management systems that are going into the hardware itself, the, the software behind it. And so over the last sort of 12 months, especially, our focus has been very heavily um, pinpointed to data science and machine learning, as well as the, the hardware engineering too. What kind of reaction and what kind of responses are you getting from folks that are in the oil and gas business that are trying to make that jump to the renewable side of things? Yes, yeah, definitely. We, we get this a lot. Most of our clients, what they are looking for when, when searching for staff is experience from that industry, from a direct competitor. Um, they're not willing to flex on this. We, we do try and minimize this as, as much as possible and look to, to bring candidates in from the oil and gas space into renewables. Of course, there's a lot of smart folks out there um, with a lot of relevant experience, but renewables has been, it, it's been around now for some time, especially wind and solar energy storage for the last sort of five years, EV over the more, more recent years. But our clients, are very strict in their requirements. And I think when moving to a, a headhunter, they're very specific about what they're looking for. And it's from a business's point of view, they would not pay uh, recruitment agencies fees 
to find them an, an oil and gas candidate when there is talent available, sorry, in the, the renewables industry. So for the oil and gas folks that are looking to enter into the renewables space, what we as an agency sort of highly advise is that you do apply directly. Um, maybe going through agencies would not be the best route for, for an oil and gas candidate just because the, the clients aren't willing to pay a fee for an oil and gas candidate when they know the talent is there somewhere, albeit very competitive at the moment. What is the biggest misunderstanding about folks trying to get into the renewable energy business right now? Wow, good question. There's a lot of opportunity out there, especially in sort of the hardware engineering, but people think they must have a, a PhD or they must have a master's in, in a certain area. But what we do see and what our clients are open to are candidates that have come in at maybe an entry level position. And let's let's move this more towards the energy storage space again even into the systems engineering sort of area of energy storage. Whereas I think the industry as a whole, looking for very rigorous sort of factors when searching for a candidate, but we try and advise our clients that look, you can find somebody maybe from a slightly different background, maybe somebody that's moved in from an operations center that has then moved into maybe scalar engineering, got that electrical engineering background and controls engineering background, can then move into a, a systems engineering position and, and continue to grow. Um, so I think that the biggest sort of misunderstanding in the renewables industry for people that are trying to enter it is that they think that, that they must have the PhD in that certain area to, to work in that area when that, that's not the case. You can start in, in different areas and sort of work your way through different positions to really end up where you want to be. Where is Carter Maddox for the folks that like to work with their hands and where are we at on the wind and solar side of things? Definitely, definitely. So we have a, two teams dedicated, one dedicated to wind, one dedicated to solar. We have a small research team in Denmark, which is very heavily focused on the wind industry as a, as a whole. Um, and I think within the wind industry, again, it's a lot of scientific backgrounds that we're looking for companies the wind turbine manufacturers are looking for experienced scientists that are focused on new polymers new chemicals new new materials that can build a longer blade with more stability um, but again going back to the software and the digitalization of the industry the wind manufacturers and the solar manufacturers are looking for data scientists that can build models to optimize that asset be that through predictive maintenance, prescriptive maintenance, identifying failures before they may happen. Um, but for the people that are very hands-on and, and the, the hardware engineering type of, of candidates, again, the, the, the wind industry is great for that, especially in the manufacturing side. There's a lot of process engineers that are in need across Europe and, and the US and Asia. Um, but yeah, wind, wind is continuing to grow. I think in the US, especially wind is really picking up at the moment, onshore wind too. Um, but yeah, it's more the scientists behind the chemicals that are going into building these uh, the, the, the blades, the nacelle, the turbine, um, every part of it, really. Us as a business, we're a very innovative company. We've got a lot of softwares that other headhunters may not have that allows us to, to acquire details, to acquire under, the, the breakdown of a company's division and, and really map out the size of businesses and, and who people are in these businesses. These softwares are a huge help to us in, in just contacting these candidates. We don't just rely on LinkedIn. But again, going back to our network, for example, I've made some very good friends in the, the energy storage industry that are at direct to the C-suite levels. And if, if I may be struggling on a search for, for whatever reason, there are people in the industry that, that I can call 
and get advice from and, and understand and referrals. And I think recruitment now, especially given sort of how competitive the industry is and the hidden layer that's beneath LinkedIn, it is about those referrals. It is about having those networks and being able to speak to people that are directly working in these businesses, know their competitors and, and help can advise us also. But for the oil and gas candidates that are out there, please definitely apply to positions that you see that we're offering. Please get in contact with one of us and our talent partners. I think the good thing about us that, that, that we sort of pride ourselves on is that we're not just a headhunter. We, we do class ourselves as a partner to the companies that we work with. And so we build strong relationships. We really understand the businesses. We know what they're looking for. And so over the years, building these, these relationships with the C-suite, with high-level executives in the company, we have a little bit of influence as well in recruitment processes and so on. So look, if, if you're an oil and gas candidate out there and, and you are looking to, to enter the renewable space, please get in touch. We may be able to help you just through sort of the, the network that we have. Um, but for us personally, as a business, we're, we're full steam ahead on renewables. We always have been dedicated to renewables and, and that is always going to be our focus. And again, what, what sort of makes us a little bit different than other headhunters potentially is that all of our talent partners are always dedicated to a single area. Me, for example, I'm, I'm head of our energy storage division and I will predominantly only work energy storage. And, and that means my network is surrounding the energy storage space. My other talent partner He's dedicated to wind. His entire network is surrounding the wind industry. Um, so for us as, as a business, we're, we're full steam ahead. And I think that the newer sectors that we, we're seeing a lot of growth in is, is digital, digitalization, e-mobility, and, and energy storage. Thank you so much for that, Mr. Alexander Vining. Once again, you can catch all of the Green Insider and Power Chat episodes over at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and, of course, over at our website as well, over at eRenew.net. And, of course, if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, and we know that a lot of you do, give us a five-star rating. Why? Because we promise you learn more about the renewable space and how to get a job in the renewable space than you knew about it before you stop by. So thank you so much for everybody listening. Definitely, as we alluded to, give us a follow on the Green Insider and eRenewable page over on our LinkedIn. You will will be glad that you did. And of course, as always, shout out to the entire eRenewable team and everybody that makes this possible. This has been the Green Insider Power Chat, powered by eRenewable. We make going green easier.